likes him more. Y'all hear me or not? Amen? Try not to bore you this morning, but here we go. Let's go. Psalm 139. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows right well. Do you know his works are marvelous? Amen. Say. Satan, I'm telling you what. He's duped a lot of people with a bunch of garbage. It's so sad that people can't look up at the stars and say, my father made that. Or go down to the ocean and go, wow, what a great God we have. Amen? To think it just all blew up and it just all happened. Are you kidding me? Oh, he's a thief and a robber. That's what the Bible calls Satan. He wants to steal this from you. We ain't going to let him. Amen? Say, amen. We're fearfully and wonderfully made, and marvelous are your works, and that my soul, my gut, down deep right here, knows how well. Right well. Amen? Beautiful. Because I'm creating God's image and in God's likeness, I can acknowledge Him. I can acknowledge Him. I can, I can experience Him because He made me in His image. I'm not God, and you're not God, but we're made in the image of God. What is God like? Well, look at you. Look at each other. That's why we shouldn't treat each other like dirt. You hear me? Yes or no? Treating somebody made in the image of God like you do sometimes. What are you thinking? Amen or oh me? Say. Come on, this helps our marriages. It helps our families. When we look at people, you're a gift from God. You're creating the image of God. I love this. God created me with a wonder of five senses, which enable me to acknowledge Him. Five senses. Oh, I guess I can just see and hear and smell and taste and touch. No big deal. Are you kidding me? Even when I got a bad back, I still got a good tongue. You know what I'm saying? And I can still see. And I can hear, like happened this morning, my other senses took over this. You hear me or not? This is huge, man. Experiencing God. We can know Him. Romans. I could go Scripture all day. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by what? Faith. See, this is what we believe. We live by faith. But also a common sense brain. It's more sensible to say something big created everything that is than saying this all blew up and here we are. It's nuts. Listen, this is by faith, guys. But I'm telling you, it don't take a whole lot of faith. This doesn't take a whole lot of faith to believe that God did all this. I'm telling you that right now. That doesn't that take a whole lot of faith in my opinion. Y'all hear me or not? The ocean just blew up and there it is. Look at it. The mountains just blew up and there it is. Look at them. Amen. You know, people crawled up slime and monkey and then this, that, and the other. And here we are. Yeah. No, it's a lot. This doesn't take a lot of faith for me to believe that I have a creator. Even if I didn't know God personally through his son Jesus, somehow I would be drawn to him because this is, this is pretty easy to figure this out. You hear me or not? And Satan's working overtime, double time, triple time, because he knows if you open your eyes, you're going to find him. You're going to find the Lord. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth and unrighteousness. Keep looking. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has showed it unto them. Say the blue with me. For 
the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world, real loud, are clearly seen, come on, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, last part loud, so that they are without excuse. Clearly seen. How can you know there's a God? Look out your window. The other day I was in, in my yard and I saw one of them mockingbirds. They can talk all everybody's language. They make every sound. You know. They think they're the big dog because all the other birds just get like that's all they get. They can make fun, they can say everything. It's crazy. And so therefore they get real cocky. You've seen them, right? Mockingbirds, catbirds, I call them. They'll chase anything. They'll chase an eagle. Why? Because I can do this. They're crazy. But I watched one about a week ago, and he was chasing a red bird. That red bird was redder than any red bird I'd ever seen in my life. And there he was, just as red like blood red. And for just that moment, I thought, wow, what a great God that I have. Do you hear me? That's what this verse is saying. You can look and see things that are out there, and you go, wow, there must be a God. Y'all hear me or not? There's something crying with inside of you, inside of your soul, that says there is a God. But through the dumbing down and through our own sinfulness, our sinful nature and our selfishness, and our own pain, and trying to numb our pain, we don't find Him and we don't see Him. But He's there. Amen? And you, I'm telling you what, you can, I don't want to use the word crossover, but there is a place you can go in the Christian life and you can experience God and know God and He can actually touch you and change you and give you eyes to see that you've never seen, you've never seen what He can show you. He's an incredible God. And I'm taking too much time on this message, but it's a great message. So I can acknowledge God. I can sense God. I can experience God. Say those three things with me one more time, Roger. I know I'm going backwards, but we'll be fine. Here we go. Say it with me out loud. I can. Help me. I can. And I can. And we're going to just go little by little, week by week, and we'll uncover what we can find. Okay? So here we go. I've been right there. I've hiked that. I've hiked that stream. So has Mitch and Elise with me. Kim as well. Walk with me. That's Beaver Creek. That's where President Gerald Ford had his place, where he spent the later years of his life there, in right outside of Vail, Colorado, a little town called Avon. And that's a beautiful. Oh, it's incredible. It looks just like a stream. I know that, but it goes straight up a mountain. Amen? And you can walk for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. It's incredible. Amen? Beautiful. And you can hear things inside that place. So the title of the message, say it with me, is what? Ears to what? One more time. Ears to... Let's talk about it. Here we go. Let's go, Roger. Now I'm going to do, do better, buddy. So faith comes by what? Now look, you can know there's a God by opening your eyes. You can know there's a God by listening with your ears. You can know there's a God by eating bacon, okay? Are you hearing me? Are you kidding me? You can know there's a God 
by the touch you feel from someone. By the love you feel from someone. You hear me. But I'm going to tell you. You can, God has a life for you and for me that His Word is required for us to get there. His Word is required for us to get there. Faith comes by what? And hearing the what? I'm not saying you don't believe in God. I'm not saying you don't know God. I'm not saying you don't believe in Jesus. But I'm saying you will never experience God like He has for you unless you take some time, as you do coming to church, and I love you for that. Thank you. And I'm not downplaying a lot of people. Well, you need more than just church. Well, that's just somebody that's cocky and got a big mouth. This is awesome what we do here on Sunday morning. You hear me say, this is awesome. This is what Jesus ordained. Are you hearing me? The church of the living God. It's big, man. It's big. But, but, so I'm, so when you hear the word here and you take it in your heart here, you hide it in your heart here, man, you're doing yourself a world of good. Amen? But, 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 you do need to have that time where you have time in the word with you. You hear me? And time in the Word with others that you can get together with. And that's why we have Bible studies and things. Why? We want you to experience God. Amen. Say, we want you to know God. We want you to be all you can be for God. Amen or oh me. Say, amen. This is how you get it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the what? Boom. Some of my favorite verses. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You know, if you don't want to believe He is, guess what? He'll just let you go your merry way. He loves you. Gave His Son for you. Oh, He knocks at that door. I believe that. But I'm going to tell you what. If you're going to have a relationship with God, you must believe Him. And you must believe in Him. For he that comes to God must do what? Believe that He what? You don't believe in a God, do you? No, I don't believe in a God. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you and God got a problem. Because God says, if we're going to have any kind of relationship at all, you can't deny that I exist, okay? You've got to get right there. And he said, look, I've made it real easy for you. I created you in my image and in my likeness, and I put you on planet Earth, okay? So it ain't that hard for you to just open that door to me, and you and me can start talking. Y'all hear me say, Amen? So we've got to have faith. And now I love this part. And God is a what? A what? Of those that do what? You want to experience God? You diligently seek Him. You want to know God? You diligently seek Him. And you will find Him. That's what the Bible teaches. The number one way to hear from God. Number one way to hear from God. Number one way to hear from God. Number one way to hear from God is to read His Word and listen with what? What's the number one way in case we missed that point? What's the number one way? Read His Word. What's the number one way? Read His Word. I thought I'd do this or do this or go home or hug me a tree or something to read His Word. You hear me? Yes or no? Hey, I love getting out on the water. I love the birds. I love all this. Number one way, Clark, read my book. Read my book, son. Read my book. Read my book. Remember that book. Hide that book. Remember verses from that book. Put them in your heart, boy. Amen. Number one way. 
is to hear what the Spirit's saying. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. This is repeated time and time again in the book of Revelation. The number one way, the best way, every day, is what? Read God's Word and listen to what the Spirit is saying. Best way every day, today, tomorrow, any day, is to read God's Word, hide it in your heart, and listen. Amen? You mean I'm fearfully and wonderfully made? Yeah, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I mean, just that verse is powerful this morning, isn't it? Say, come on. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Where are those at in my word? I'll pray the Father. He's going to give you another comforter. That's the Holy Spirit of the living God, the one that's going to come alongside of you, that's going to abide with you forever. You hide the word in your heart. God's going, we're going to be with you, son. We're going to love you, daughter. Amen. Even the spirit of what? Truth. You don't need to be falling for lies that people peddle. You've got the truth of the Bible. Experience it. Read it. Hide it. Believe it. Change your life. Whom the world cannot receive because it doesn't see Him. Neither does it know Him. But you, child of God, you know Him. He dwells in you. He's with you. I will not leave you comfortless, Jesus says. Think I died on the cross, rose from the dead to save you, to leave you alone? Can't you see I love you? I want to be with you. I care about you. Please, get to know me. Are you hearing me today? I love you. That's the message. Put the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall what? Teach you all things. He'll bring all things to your what? How many of you been in a bad way? Something bad happened to you. But it was the Lord and touching you and His Word that was the anchor that you held on to. Can I see some hands? It was the anchor. It was the anchor preacher. In the eye of the storm, He remains in control. In the middle of the war, he guides and guards my soul. He alone is the anchor. Amen. That's, that's it right there. That's it. You're my anchor. That's experiencing the Lord. Don't you want the anchor? Say. I mean, I ain't big on putting anchors out. When I go out boating, I tend to like to just float around. But I'm going to tell you something right now. I mean, if I need me an anchor, I'm going to be blowing offshore. I'm going to get me one. Amen. Say. And that's what He'll do for you. He'll be there for you. He loves you. He's our anchor. Call on Him. So the number one way to hear from God is doing what? I don't like reading the Bible. Well, if you want a relationship with God, that's how it's going to grow. You hear me or not? So what's going to happen? You've got to have ears to hear, man. And you can do this, and I hope that you want to do this. Now, are there other ways to hear from God? I'm going to go through these quicker. Okay? I know you don't believe it, but here I am. Are there other ways to hear from God? Say it with me. Sure! There's other ways to hear from God. But the church is going after all of this today and, and missing number one. So much of what I see on TV and with the modern church movement, I see a lot of missing number one. That's me talking. This is me watching. This is me listening. 
That's crazy. Don't jump over number one to get to two, three, four. Y'all hear me or not? I'm trying to make that as clear as crystal to you today. You're going to do what you want to do probably, but I'm asking you to listen. Now, number two, God speaks through who? He speaks through others. Sure He does. You're here today listening to crazy me, aren't you? He speaks through others. But here's a big warning, and this is my message. I wrote it. Here's a warning. Instead of wanting to be someone who can speak to others, how about wanting to be someone who can listen to others? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Say. There's this whole movement out there where I got a word from God, and we just want our pride wants us to be, I don't know, little, little people going all around telling people things. I don't know. I think you'd be a whole lot better off to stick at number one, really work on number one, and go back and work on number one, and get number one working. And then as the Lord opens doors and opportunities, you'll be speaking stuff from number one. And not stuff from number one, you. You'll be speaking from number one, Him. I found nothing better in my counseling people than when I can. They don't even know I'm doing it, quoting them Scripture. They don't even know I'm doing it. <laughs> the football team, when I talk to the football team, they don't know I'm quoting Scripture. Amen. Say. And they're like that. Wisdom comes from the Word. You want to speak in other people's life, that's it. Now, this is my message, my quotes. I told you I'm going to be famous, even though this one they might not want in the book. Most of this word of knowledge movement is kooky and spooky. Who said that? I did. I've been in a unique position in my life to have a lot of people come up to me and say things to me. And that's fine. I like people talking to me. It doesn't bother me. I have a good time. And sometimes I laugh like crazy later. But anyway, the funny thing is, though, I've had a lot of things spoken to me. Oh, God told me to tell you this, but it doesn't line up with the Bible, and it's kooky and it's spooky. Did I lose some of you or not? Say, when I watch a lot of stuff on TV sometimes, I listen and I go, that is just kooky. It's sort of spooky. And it doesn't line up with the book. I'm just trying to make the point. Always, always be anchored, number one. Amen? Say, you want to experience God. Instead of wanting God to tell you something you can tell somebody, how about telling somebody something from God's Word straight from the Bible? Amen. Say. If this stomps on your toes a little bit, that's okay because we're staying right with the book. We're in good, good ground today to tell you this. Amen. You know what? When God says God told me something to tell you, that's pretty much the end of the argument. You can't even talk to people like that. If God really told you to tell me this, then why do I even need to have a conversation beyond what you just said? I just need to go do it. Because if God said it, I should just go do it, right? Because God told you, right? Yes or no? Yes or no? Are y'all listening or not? I mean, if God really told you to tell me to give all $10,000 of money to your television ministry and God told you to tell me to do that, then I guess that's the end of the story. I just got to get the checkbook out and write $10,000. I would rather my brain work. How about that? Say, y'all listening or not? I know I'm a little crazy today. You can always know somebody ain't telling you something from God if that somebody telling you something is full of pride. Because God will not minister and work through people full of pride. 
If you're humble, I'll lift you up. If you're proud, I'll put you down. Seven things that the Lord hates. Number one, a proud look. You hear me? I hope this is helping you a little bit because as you go out to experience God, I want you to really make sure you're anchored in His book. Because as you, as you start to experience God, there are a lot of voices saying a lot of different things out there. Always let His voice be the main voice. Amen. And then, then test the things and try the things to make sure that what somebody tells you is in the book. Yes or no? Amen? Is that okay with y'all? Good, because that's what I'm going to do. Be careful saying, well, God told me. Be careful doing that. Come on, let's just do a quick test. Come on, we're going to do a test of the Fellowship Church. This is on radio. They can't see your face, but they can. I'll tell them about your hands. Here we go. Here we go. How many would say, I've said that to people God told me. And really looking back, now wait a minute, and really looking back, and really looking back, I probably shouldn't have said that. So every one of you ever said God told me something, you, you know God told you that. Well, I've done it. I've done I felt God told me and told me. And I've done that and look back later. And you know what? I think that was more me than God. You hear me or not? Say. Just be careful. Be careful. By the way, radio audience, not many hands went up. Okay, here we go. God, God speaks through others, okay? God speaks through others. All right, but God does. Say that with me. But God does speak through others. Come on. Come on. I'm not saying God don't speak to other people, but God does speak through others. He does. I'm just saying be careful. Don't, don't sign up. I want to be a guy that speaks to God, you know, for you, God. Come on. Amen. How does, how does it happen? Why does God let people speak for Him? Here it is, to show God's love. To show His love. To share what? Good and what? I want to say something about that, though. Before you go and share good and godly counsel with somebody, earn the right to do it. Are you hearing me? Earn the right to do it. You can't just walk up to somebody, well, God told me or whatever. You've got to show forth love and kindness and, and an attitude and really know them and care about them and think about what you say before you tell somebody. Are y'all getting my drift today? People go through a lot of pain and a lot of crap in their life and they sure don't need you coming up and getting in their face saying, well, you know, it's all going to be good and God's going to help you and you know I went through that. You don't even know what they're going through. What you, what are you talking to? Are y'all listening or not today? Like my mother was murdered, shot six times in the face. Don't just come up to me like I've had people, well, I lost my mama. Well, it might be a little different to use somebody, lose somebody shot in cold blood. I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm just throwing out a warning to you that because you suffer pain, it might not be the same people pain somebody else suffers. And sometimes we have a timetable for people to get over their pain and get back on board and get back on, on gear now. <sighs> be nice to people. Y'all hear me or not? How many would say, Pastor, I know what you're saying because... I've been through that, and it sort of, instead of them helping me, it hurt me. Let me see some hands. Instead of it helping, it hurt me. I don't know why I'm all over the place on this message. Roger, we didn't plan on all this, did we, buddy? You know, Roger sits right in front of me, usually on a Thursday or something like that, and I preach to Roger. Roger's got the best education of anybody. I'm telling you right now, that guy is trained. 
And then he goes and puts pictures to it. Isn't that amazing? But I'll do the message and I'll tell Roger, I said, man, I sure hope Sunday it could be as good as that just was. And today it ain't nothing like the other day. Is it? <laughs> Amen. It's amazing what a backache will do to you. Amen. Why does God allow us to speak to others to give encouragement? For years, I didn't listen to encouragement. I mean, I would hear it, they would say it. But I felt like I didn't matter enough as a pastor. And I did myself a big disservice. You hear me or not? I don't know, fellows, if you're like me, some of us are just guys, we're tough, we're whatever, we've always done, we can always do. But we need to hear people. You hear me or not? Like, I love you, Pastor. You matter to me. You know what I mean? Uh, you name it. Used to be they'd come out after a song I'd sing. Oh, that was a great song. I just love that. And I thought it was pride if I received it. Well, you know, God gets all the credit. Give God the glory. Well, He does get the glory. But it's okay if you get some encouragement too. You hear me? If you want to experience God, you better listen to encouragers. Did you hear me? You better listen to encouragers. Now, don't let it make you full of yourself and pride and go to your head. No. But listen, Satan doesn't want you to hear that encouragement, does he? No. He also uses others to provide what for your life? Vision. Vision. God speaks to others to help you with situations and vision in your life. I remember when I went through my pain of, you know, being married 28 years and wife leaving and picking somebody else. That's painful. You know what I mean? And a period of time passed, and I sort of had to get on with my life. I'm telling you stuff today I should not even say. And I would go out to dinner with, uh, I'd call it dinner out with the, the, dinner with the preacher, and I'd take different ladies that were married to friends of mine, and uh, two or three of them generally would go with me out to dinner. And just I would open up and let them minister to me. I wanted to hear from them. I wanted to hear what women think. Women matter. You know that, right? And I didn't want to go through this next part of my life just alone or making a mistake or not knowing who's going to be with me. I didn't know. Are y'all hearing me or not? And uh, I just remember this. I said, I don't even know how to date. I ain't done that in 30 years or so. How do I do that? I don't want to do that. I didn't want this situation. How many can relate to what I'm saying? Man! And so I said, I don't know. How do I... How do I uh, you know, act, or what do I do? And I'm talking to these women. It's hilarious. I'm going to write a book about it one day. It's funny. But the one thing I remember them telling me was this. I mean, I even asked, like, I mean, I don't know how to flirt, or how do you do all that? And you know what the ladies out to dinner with me said? You don't have a problem. You got that one down, okay? <laughs> They said, you don't have to do anything, okay? You don't have to do anything. you got personality off the chain. That's what they told me. But you know what? If I hadn't listened to them, I wouldn't have known. 
Did I lose you or not? I didn't know I had personality. I didn't know that's what women love, personality. Are you kidding me? You never know. That encouragement you get might be a gold mine. Which then, God gave me beautiful Kim. Did God take care of Gary? Yeah, can we thank the Lord for my beautiful wife? Kind. Amen. I know I'm a little nuts today. Buddy, shoot your name at me. I know you, Russ, but you, but what's your first name? Jared. Jared. How you doing with today? You doing all right with this message? Good, buddy. He listens to me on the radio. Amen. And uh, that's how you heard about us, I believe. Right, Jared? Praise the Lord. Well, this is how we do it. What's on the radio is real. Thank you, buddy. I wonder about that audience out there sometimes. God uses others to show us what we cannot clearly see. Ears to hear. And let's hit the last two points, Raj. God speaks through nature, creation. He speaks through music and artistry. I think I already cleared that one this morning with us, right? He does that. Did God speak to you this morning through the music team? Can we praise the Lord for them? And did He speak to us? Did you feel moved? Did you feel something today? How many with uplifted hands? I felt something today through that music. God did that. Amen. How many in the last week, something in nature, something around here, God spoke to you through that? Let me see your hand. How many saw that moon last night? We had a bad rain in Inglewood. In Inglewood, it was a bad rain. That moon, not the moon, the sun, as it set, it was all cloudy, raining like crazy. But the sun was still shining underneath. How many saw that last night? How many Indian Mound Park pulled in there? And there was trucks that had pulled in there doing something. And instead of going to the end like they normally do, they were lined up sideways. Because it sort of stopped you in your tracks. It was like, wow. God speaks. You hear me? Come on. And don't you see it every evening down at Inglewood Beach? Those cars come and it gets packed every night down there. And so many of those people don't even know there's a God. They don't even know that God loves them. But something's pulling them, isn't it? It's drawing them. Oh, oh, something blew up and made something pretty. (laughs) Crazy. That's why we need to be out there talking. Amen? Can God speak directly to me then, Pastor? Yes, He can. Yes, He can. And therefore will the Lord wait that He may be, may be gracious unto you. And therefore will He be exalted that He may have mercy upon you. For the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are all they that what? Wait for Him. For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. Thou shalt weep no more. He will be very gracious unto you at the voice of your cry. When He shall hear it, He will answer you. And though the Lord give you, say it with me, the bread of adversity and the water of, I call that AA. Clark, do you believe in AA? Oh, I believe in AA. I've been to AA. Adversity and affliction. Yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner anymore, but thine eyes shall see thy teachers, and thine ears shall hear a word behind you saying, Say that part with me. This is the way. Walk ye in it. When ye turn to the right hand 
And when you turn to the left, how many would identify with a hand this morning again? Pastor, I've been in precarious situations in my life. Hurtful, dangerous, crazy, unbelievable. And God, I I know He led me. He led me. Can you say that? I know He led me. He led me. He led. Yeah, let's praise Him. Come on. He led me out. He led me out. Amen. So, here's the thing that I really disagree with a lot of people when they want to hear from the Lord. Be careful what you ask for. You won't find it in the Bible. There ain't a whole lot of uh, a lot of people jumping up and shouting in the Bible. I mean, they're happy, they're doing, they're workers, they're, but a lot of them are just flat out hurting. These are the best teachers right there in your life. Adversity and affliction. I want to hear from God. I want to hear from God. Get ready. I'm not saying He's going to bring affliction to your life. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's probably plenty of hurt out there already that if you'll seek Him in your hurt and everything you're going through, you'll hear Him. But there's this movement. I've had somebody, people tell me often, Pastor, God doesn't want you sick. God doesn't want you with a hurt back, Pastor, because He wants you to serve Him. Am I serving Him today or what? Say, flat out! Come on! I mean, I mean, if everybody's got to be healed and everybody's got to be whole and everybody's got to have perfect body and perfect this, there would nothing get done in this world. Most people that get up and go to work every day, the hardest workers have got aches from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet, and they work harder, they get there earlier, and they stay later. Because that's what it's called. It's called work. Amen. I wish I didn't hurt. But... But, but, it's not, listen, listen, I would love my pain to go away. When anybody prays for me for it to be removed, I go, please. Amen. But through my pain, I've been changed. I didn't preach like this years ago. I gave a great message. I was strong. Had the family all together and perfect. You'd have saw, wow, that's a perfect family. But then things happened. The death of my mother. Church pain. Struggles. Marriage. Family. Kids. My own crazy self. And all of a sudden, now God's got somebody he can talk to. Y'all hear me or not? The answer to the age-old question is, why does God let bad things happen? That's the number one question people have. They have a school shooting. They see starvation. Why did God let this happen? There can be no God. Why did God let this happen? Well, you just got the answer, didn't you? So he can be close to you. Did you hear me or not? God's not, he, God's holy, he can't sin, he's not the author of sin. But God knows, instead of fixing everything, making everything perfect, if I make it everything perfect, those people won't give me the time of day. Is that the truth or not? 
How many would flat out say, and you don't have to, you don't lie, I want you to tell the truth. How many would flat out say, Pastor Gary, the closest I ever came to being close to the Lord, period, was through periods of pain, not jumping up and down somewhere in a church. Let me see your hand. Pain is the best teacher. It's not a popular message. You don't get big offerings for this kind of message. But I've been there. And God is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. In good times, who gives a rip how close your brother is to you? It's in bad times that I want my brother next to me to hold my hands up. Amen. Good message. You need him, I need him. Roger, are we almost done? You need to hear Him. How do you do it? Well, we talked about it today. Amen? Ears to hear. Let's praise the Lord for the Word. We've got to quit. 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 Amen! There was more, but we've got to quit. Amen! Praise the Lord.